Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Office, and this week I wanted to cover a couple, three areas that are going on out in the yard in the landscape. One of them would be our lawns. We have had all this rain recently. Uh, for the most part, every lawn is uh, still growing reasonably strong and nice and green in color, so you want to keep mowing on a very regular basis to make sure that the lawn doesn't get too tall as we enter into the wintertime. So just mow as, as the lawn needs it try to remove just about one-third of the grass blade each time if you can the other thing that's happening out in the lawns with the kind of uh, weather we've had and the moisture we've had we've had lots of uh, weeds primarily broadleaf weeds like dandelions and others sprout from seed during the season and now the rosettes have actually uh, shown up in pretty good quantity and size so this is a great time if you uh, think the population of broadleaf weeds is high enough now to warrant a, uh, a, a weed control treatment go ahead and do it we we still have lots of time this fall um, the uh, herbicides themselves will be absorbed by the by the broadleaf weeds and translocated down into the root system and this typically gives us a better degree of control in uh, with a fall application than a spring application so that uh, uh, that's the story there um, if you've put in a new if you've patched your lawn because you've had lawn disease problems this year and we have had certainly had a lot of that uh, as those new seedlings are up and growing, please be sure you mow them just as soon as they uh, need to be mowed, like the rest of the yard. Uh, the grass blades uh, really don't want to thicken up and start to put out their rhizomes until until uh, until we start to mow. So mow them quite regularly throughout the rest of the season as well. Out in the vegetable garden, some of the things we should be doing, uh, keep harvesting the last of what we'll call the summer garden, which might be snap beans, tomatoes, peppers, things of that sort. Uh, again, the rain has really promoted uh, a fair amount of flowers and fruiting and uh, production still yet this year. So keep up with that so that you can enjoy good fresh vegetables on the dinner table um, uh, well, in, well into our fall. Um, our fall crops that we might think about like Swiss chard and our coal crops, cabbages and things like that. Collards, they're still um, possibly developing. Collards should have been uh, up and, and we should have been harvesting them all along, but they enjoy the cool weather as well. So they'll be with us for a while yet. Harvest the cabbages um, as, as you need to. One consideration for the garden uh, this year might also be that if you've sown carrots or parsnips, for example, you might consider leaving a portion of that row uh, out there uh, to be mulched in later as the ground begins to get cold, at, but before it freezes solid. And then you can go out in January, and February, and March, uh, uncover the mulch. Usually we use a good clean straw, but it could be anything that you have it that's available uh, that isn't going to freeze solid as well. And you can go out at that time of the year and dig up uh, the, uh, a dinner's worth of carrots at a time and have an absolutely uh, great tasting carrot or parsnip. They actually gain a little bit of sugary uh, flavor to them as they are in the ground in, and receive that cold weather. So carrots, parsnips uh, would be an, an excellent thing to think about uh, mulching in for the wintertime. Uh, so that's something that can be done. Um, when we are looking at lawn care, not that I'm jumping back there necessarily, but it's related to our trees and shrubs, as fall's approaching and the leaves are starting to come down, while they're just kind of random and not too many at any one time, 
mulching them up with the lawnmower as you mow is an excellent uh, way to put organic matter back into the back into the soil profile for our lawn grasses. We also have um, the opportunity then as they become more more numerous on the lawn surface is to go ahead and mow mulch and bag and at that point then uh, that organic matter can be added into the perennial beds it can be added into uh, the open areas of our garden soil as we are cleaning up and then that be turned in another way to use our uh, leaves as they come down in our yard is to go ahead and just rake them up or blow them into a perennial bed or a sh the base of the shrub beds. Uh, this adds, uh, again, organic matter to to that area. Um, if you're mulching and blowing into your perennial bed, just make sure you don't smother the perennial plants themselves. Um, a lot of perennial plants do not really like having mulch of that kind right up into the crown of the plant, so make sure you, you don't bury them accidentally that way. Uh, you're able to leave that on the soil surface throughout the winter. Maybe you can work it in in between your perennial plants yet this fall, but it does act uh, as a good mulch and a source of organic matter for your for your perennial plants. Um, some of our small fruits enjoy being mulched in in the wintertime like strawberries. So whether it's clean straw or you use large lumpy leaves and not mulched up leaves for that, that's helpful. It keeps the strawberry plants from heaving and thawing out of the soil uh, over the uh, over the freezing and thawing cycle that happens uh, late in the fall and, and into early spring and uh, gets them started off a little bit better. It also hides them a bit so that uh, wildlife doesn't find them nearly as easy and, and begins eating on them very early in the season. The same would go for, uh, as I said, some of our perennial plants that we have. Um, it, it gives them the protection for the root zone. It also then kind of disguises their presence so that uh, things like rabbits don't uh, find them nearly as easy. Uh, if you're going, and while I'm there in the perennial bed, uh, if you're going to fence out the rabbits uh, for the winter time, uh, you need to get the rabbit fencing up and installed uh, before the ground freezes so that the soil freezes around the base of the fence uh, that you put up so that the rabbits can't push underneath and, and go underneath. So that's another um, tip or trick if you will about uh, dealing with rabbits and, and fencing so that's uh, so that's reasonably helpful so you've got uh, lawn care that needs to continue until uh, the lawn doesn't need to be mowing, mowed anymore uh, the vegetable garden we can harvest well into this month and if we do the right kind of uh, mulching we can have fresh veggies uh, in January February and March um, Keep after the leaves. Don't let them lay up, get up too thick on the lawn. You don't want the, that mulch, uh, that mulch layer of leaves on the lawn to smother the lawn and cause uh, um, other other problems out there. So those are three areas for sure that we can be be working at. Uh, the last thing I'll cover would be as we are getting uh, have our evenings getting starting to be colder and colder. Um, for sure, we should be bringing in our house plants by now. Mid to late September would be a better prime time, but uh, you got to get them in the house if you haven't done it already. So clean those plants up, get rid of uh, 
uh, leaf litter that's collected in the pot. So rinse and hose them off thoroughly, uh, dislodging any uh, insects that have just taken up uh, a refuge there as a place to hide out at night, those kinds of things. And then get the house plants in as soon as you can and get them acclimated to lower light levels and the uh, lower humidity levels as the furnace starts to cycle on and off. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Startup. It's always a pleasure. I'll be back again with you guys next week.